0: Of the Mammoth Games cast for the week of January 14th. I am one of your hosts, Night Swarm, and with me, as always, Filtercord.
1: Hey, how's it going? It's going, man. Uh, so, how's Dragon Age going? Oh, boy. So, I beat Origins. Oh, um, shit. I, I did uh, you know, all of the um, DLCs, all the main DLCs, I should say, that have like story points that are continued into the further games. Mm-hmm. Um, So, with that, I've also uh, started up Dragon Age 2. I'm playing a male hawk, uh, two-handed warrior. Okay. So, that's going pretty cool. Uh, I have all the companions now except for Sebastian. Um, I'm just about to start my Deep Roads expedition to kind of end Act 1. So, Mm -hmm. Um, I'm having a good time. I like Dragon Age 2 a lot. Like... I'm I, like even in Act One, I'm already feeling the crunch of like having seen these same maps over and over again. Yeah, uh, I mean that gets old fast if you're going for hundred percent playthrough. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, I mean, I mean,
0: well, let's talk that aside. What uh, what makes you in, enjoy this game? I mean, obviously the story is going to be um yeah. a little more uh like nailed down. Mm-hmm. Because you have a character that is pre made, you know, the same deal as right. um Shepard.
1: Exactly. But, like, um yeah, it has a lot more like personal story, which I like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um It's I think Dragon Age 2 was really smart to kind of change the um I don't know, it changed the stakes. Like Dragon Age Origins is all like it's the end of the world, we have to you know, you've been betrayed, you have to unite the different groups to lead this massive war, and, like, you need to decide who's going to be the new king or whatever. And, like, for the majority of Dragon Age 2, you're just somebody trying to make their way in the world. Yeah. Which is really cool. And, uh, you know, I I liked a lot the the more personal story. They did a really good job on the companion missions. I like the combat a lot more. Um, -hmm. the more active combat. Um... You know I don't it, it like they had a lot of little fixes uh the companions aren't as good as the companions are in uh origins, but they're you know they're better animated and they have uh better dialogue and shit, so that kind of helped it out a lot so like
0: bringing up uh like you're going through this this is your uh definitive run of right everything um yeah so with that in mind, uh, you, you're playing this on Xbox. Um, right. like, what do you, uh, what do you want out of this, uh, uh, what was the hashtag, uh, for the new thing that they're working on? Oh, um,
1: Dread Wolf Rises. The Dread Wolf Rises. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, I've been talking what you, about that. What do you want out of that? Like, um, I definitely, like, I, I did not, I never completed, um, the, the, Trespasser, like the final DLC for Dragon Age Inquisition, it came okay. out about a year and a half after the game. I was deep into Witcher. Um, there was just a lot of other shit going on that I never got back to it, and uh, it's a post-game thing. So to go back, you kind of have to, uh, you know, either have a, a role that you're ready to continue with, or start a new game and get all the way through. You know what I mean? So I've been saving that. So I know that has a little bit of teasing of what's coming up in the future and some reveals and some things like that. Um, So that's kind of the reason I'm doing an entire series playthrough. Mm -hmm. Um, And then for looking at 4 specifically, um, I want Anthem to do well enough that Bioware doesn't get closed.
0: (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) uh,
1: I want them to make Dragon Age 4 at all and I'll be happy. But uh, yeah, like... Um, I think it'd be really cool, like, it seems like what they're leaning into is um, kind of getting a sort of, like, religious war going. Which is sort of built on a lot in um, Dragon Age 2, where, like, Dragon Age 2 is really set up, like, basically, by to the end of the game, it's setting up the mage versus templars war of, like, these mages right. that have essentially been enslaved, sort of, are trying to um, come up with their own way in the world, and, uh, you know, they don't want to be governed by this group that just thinks they're criminals and mutants. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, like, that idea is really interesting. Like, Inquisition picked up pretty quick right off of the end of Dragon Age 2 and was kind of resolving... What was going on with that, and uh, you know, trying to introduce a new threat that can kind of unify people or whatever. So, mm-hmm. all three of the games have been really building up the Kunari. Um, all three of the games have been setting up the Chantry to be in its most like precarious position ever. So, I could see a really cool uh, like the Kunari decide that now's their chance, and they're gonna try to invade and establish their like theocracy over the whole world. Um, the Chantry, like, setting up an ex- a new exalted march to try to defeat their main, um, I guess, ideological enemy. And then the remaining mages kind of being like, we've been getting an extremely bad rap for 500 years. Fuck yeah, that. Sure. We're going to make a new Tevinter Imperium. So, uh, that could be really cool to have, like, a three way war. Um, that is kind of the central focus of this game and especially when you take into the account that the events of inquisition sort of say that the elven gods are real and they you know they they actually exist like they're physical beings that are out there with like immense power um which is i think you know just another thorn in the side of like these The elves have kind of been a cool subplot in the games, but never really a main Mm -hmm. focus. And I think this would be a good chance to kind of push that to the forefront.
0: I agree. That would be awesome. So, like... And we still don't uh, know what
1: happened with that kid from the first game that Morgan had. Yeah. There's three Uh DLCs throughout the three games that are based on Morgan's child. That has the soul of a fucking Darkspawn god. So, like...
0: Which is awesome.
1: Yeah, like, yeah. so that still hasn't been explained, you know, so that would be really cool to get, uh, I mean, there's it, just so many, like, conclusions coming up.
0: The new game, you play as that child, and you have Mama Morgan.
1: That's what I'm saying. I mean, they've, <laughs> canonically, the, the, the child is a male, so <laughs> I could see them kind of retconning that and saying, that hey, you're smart. playing as this random character, but at a certain point you realize, oh, fuck, like, Morgan's my mom. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing to say that, like, I don't know, that could be, like, their way to be, like, oh, well, they thought this kid was a boy, but it's really not, because Dragon Age has always been on the bleeding edge of PC-ness. Oh, yeah. So, well, see, I, I there's was a lot thinking, they could do there.
0: I was thinking, like, what, like, the possibilities of direction that we go, that mm-hmm. that they could go with, with um, like, combat and gameplay. And, like, I, I've been playing a ton of those, like, turn-based. This was kind of... Um, set up like almost like turn-based light originally on like PC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that would be interesting to bring that to. Uh... Like, I-, I I like the action, mm-hmm. but I also like the.
1: Turn-based. Yeah, both. I mean, so I it think... would be
0: cool to, if like, I don't know. I I was just thinking like, I wonder what it would be like. I wonder the the yeah. like reaction would be if this mm-hmm. game came out and it was turn-based.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Um you know, we've we've uh like Inquisition got a lot closer back to the way they did it originally. Yeah.
0: Um Well, how was the gameplay of that like on PC? Did they stick to that traditional uh the like the way they kind of did Origins or was it just Yeah, the Inquisition same on Inquisition
1: everywhere. on PC was a little bit um it was a lot more tactical than like 2 was just an action game, right? Mhm. Um Yeah. So, Inquisition was a lot more, like, firmly RPG. You could do the aerial view. I mean, you could do the aerial view of Inquisition in the console version of the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, So, it was the same thing. It was just, like, a mode setting. But PC defaulted to the uh, isometric view, and console defaulted to that, uh, uh, you know, zoomed in. Not really over the shoulder, but whatever you'd call that view.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. A lot of options. It's kind of cool. So... Um you're running through this, uh two, you finish two, and then what are we moving on to? Uh
1: after two I'm well, actually I don't know. It depends on my timing, because Kingdom Hearts three is coming out quick. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then Metro, and then Metro and then Anthem. So yeah. I'm gonna be pretty yeah. busy.
0: <clears throat> Alright, cool. Uh that's all you've been getting up to?
1: Pretty much. Uh, I've been this? playing a little bit of mobile stuff, of course, um, you know, Pokemon Go, continue to play that, sure. but uh, nothing really notable going on with anything else.
0: Okay, yeah, um, myself continue been uh, continuing to play uh, uh, Divinity, myself and Pasty as well as my, as my solo. Um, feeling a lot better. One of the other guys that constantly uh, is chatting on our stuff over uh, on Facebook, uh, Steve. He, uh, curse Steve. He's always um, like he's always commenting on our stuff. He picked up Divinity. And, um, yeah, we've been talking about that a lot too, uh, him and I. So it's kind of cool that other people are kind of, uh, you know, going off what we're talking about and what we're saying and what we're, um, what we're into. It's kind of nice to have other people that are into it at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if we kind of sold him on the game as, you know, I know he likes other games that are, you know, in the style, but, um, yeah, like me playing this, it's it's uh, it, it's still fun. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and there's different stuff. Just I keep running into stuff that I um, haven't done before. Um, but my solo play, I think I'm almost done with Reapers Coast. I I, I have a little bit more, but um, I'm moving along along pretty quick. Um, Pacey and myself, we had that huge setback, and we just now are uh, getting back to where we. Um, where we were at like previously, uh, and moving just slightly past that. So, um making those smarter decisions. We haven't had a ton of time. I i was hoping to get a little time after the show here to uh jump mm-hmm. in and continue playing that with uh yeah with him. Um but aside from that and the, you know humdrum daily of that I also played the resident evil 2 one-shot demo um Mm. as i thought it is literally 30 minutes and you can play it no more it like locks you out um but that's cool my uh you know my experience with it um it looks fucking amazing um leon like even even leon uh You know how, like, when you played Pokemon when you were younger and you kind of pictured the way, you know, things looked, it looked bigger in scale because you were using your imagination. Mm -hmm. Um, This is pretty much what I was uh, envisioning while I was playing Resident Evil 2, like, my first time. It's almost surreal the way that it's, like, laid out for you. Um, The darkness is done really well, Um, the characters are. Fucking crazy, um, mm-hmm. yeah. This this is. Uh, I'm definitely like overly excited for this, um, and they're like even the little things that they changed. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's like they they nailed it really really well, um, but I, I managed to get through uh, and have I got through it. I got through it the first time. Um with a ton of surprises, you know, a lot of familiar things. Mm-hmm. Um and then it kicked me back to the main menu. I I ended up beating it with um what what was it? I'm trying to find my little time mm-hmm. sheet basically. <laughs> um, I think it has to be around here somewhere. They play a demo at the end, um which I'll throw out the the spoilers because they're not really spoilers. If you played two, you know that they're going to be in here. Um, the character, uh, Hunk, from, you know, he's an extra playable character that you usually got after you beat the game. Uh, as well, uh, the dumb playable character, Tofu, which is literally yes. like a stick of fucking tofu that walks around. Hell yeah. terrible. Um Oh, and it has like Jill's like beret from the first game on it, so mm-hmm. you know, I guess you get that little bit of comedy there too. Um, but yeah, I think I finished the main game in just over fifteen minutes of the thirty minutes, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Well, damn!" I didn't get to go back and check all the other stuff. You know, I ran past a few doorways because I wasn't no, know- I didn't know exactly where it was trying to push me. Yeah, I was just moving forward, um, and. You know, there were a few things I missed, like, I guess late in the game or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I got um, to reload and run through it as fast as I can. Yeah, it was just under 6. It was 15 minutes and uh, 46 seconds Wow! to get through it. Um, And, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got the trailer after you were done, and I I got to go back and... um, like, take a closer look at some of the things. Like, I messed with, like, how, how the zombies interact mm-hmm. with the character. Um, once you get a knife, it's actually kind of cool. It gives you the option to stab a uh, zombie in the chest with the knife. But for whatever reason, he doesn't keep the knife in his hand. He lets it go. Okay. So you lose your melee weapon if you get attacked by a zombie and use your knife on it. Mm-hmm. But you can pick it back up after they're dead. So it's... Yeah, it's interesting. There's there's some um cool mechanics. It's uh I know it's probably crazy to say, but this like I'm almost more I'm anticipating this more than Kingdom Hearts. Um it's it's crazy. Uh but I, it's one of those things I can't even uh like I'm I'm definitely getting both of them, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not that it doesn't diminish anything about Kingdom Hearts and my uh anticipation for it. Yeah so you know that's cool that's the thing um aside from that uh had the Pokemon Community Day we had Totodile uh did you get out there and do anything with that
1: um yeah I I, uh I got a couple Totodiles I evolved my for Alligator nice um did not get any shinies or anything
0: okay yeah we Um, we picked up a few of them
1: yeah I didn't do too much
0: yeah we picked up a few of them um and I ended up getting a pretty good furligate. It was better than my standard as a shiny. So mm-hmm. that was kind of Oh nice.
1: that's lucky. Yeah. Um Usually my shinies that I get all suck.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's usually the way it goes. Um but yeah, it it was it was okay. We didn't really we didn't go anywhere fancy. We just kind of drove mm-hmm. to a park, our usual little park, and um ha hatched some eggs. I'm still missing just two things from the first 150. i oh, still yeah? just missing Mr. Mime and uh, um, uh, Mewtwo. Fetched? Nope. How'd you get I a farfetch fetched. I've actually got multiple farfetch Um Do you still have a couple? If you, uh, I'd have to look. I think I might have to. i I'll trade um, for that shit. But, we. I think we have to be close to trade, don't we?
1: I don't know, because now there's a achievement for trading over extremely long distance. So...
0: Yeah, I think I got that achievement though. Uh, depending on where the egg came from.
1: Oh, that kind so, of makes sense.
0: yeah, I think I traded with. I I know we can battle far away, right? But I'm not sure about trading. So yeah, I'm not it could, sure. Could be something to check out. Um, but I ended up getting a. I ended up getting an egg from someone I follow on Twitter. Mm-hmm. She's she's you know we sent each other. Um, uh, gifts and I got an egg out of it and out of that I got a uh, a far fetched and then as well I think I got it out of regular 5k ones I can't remember hmm. but yeah. um so you know that was that um as well mobile i've been playing uh chakra kingdom of trios uh there is no video for this um, it's actually yeah. just like a wrestling promotion um, apparently yeah. and the um the game you play basically a wrestling manager mm-hmm. let me see if I can open up this little like Apple link yeah no video actually it has pretty it has pretty low scores but it's like a uh, a manager game where uh, you can uh, like recruit wrestlers and then uh, you put them in matches to try to like there's like a story mode a versus mode and um, And it's basically like a gym breaking game. It's kind of like a um, super puzzle fighter, like kind of like super street fighter, but with the puzzle aspect. It reminds Mm -hmm. me a lot of that. Um, This could be done a lot better. Like, I'm already, like, I already look at it and I'm like, this could be made literally by anybody. And it could be pretty successful.
2: Mm hmm.
0: You know, like. I know an entire group of people that would be stoked to have a game that had, like, uh, like an Ultimate Warrior style character. Not named the Ultimate Warrior, but he's like the Ultimate Warrior. You know, just kind of use those like real world wrestlers and then just kind of like put them in there. And you don't need anything more than like one picture of each one. Mm-hmm. They don't. The picture doesn't like. There's no animation or anything like that. It's um, interesting. So yeah, yeah. Um, it's a, a cool little game, Kingdom of Trios. Um I think you can pick it up pretty much everywhere now. You can pick it up on uh not Apple. Or not uh um Windows, but I think that ship has sailed.
1: Yep. <laughs>
0: um <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think so.
0: But uh but yeah, it's, it's kinda cool. So if that's your thing, um check it out. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um but yeah. Aside from that just I, I honestly haven't been gaming too, too much. Um, mostly been, like, mobile-wise, I've been playing on, like, Duolingo the most. Just mm-hmm. trying to, like, learn any language. Um, which is probably the best. I, I think it's probably, out of all the apps that I've tried, it's definitely the best one. Mm-hmm. Um, Rosetta is too, com- like, too confusing, and it's a pain in the ass. Like, literally, my mom has it, and she doesn't use it. And she's like, I was like, can you get that key for me and I'll use it? And she's like, yeah, I'll try. And she called them and they said, no, your edition's too old.
1: You can't. What the fuck? And I was like,
0: but I own it. I would
1: be like, okay, this might be a lawsuit.
0: Yeah, it's so ridiculous. So I kind of gave up on that front. Uh, It's dumb. But um, out of all the other ones that I've tried, I think I've tried like three or four other ones um, in the past. Uh, Mm -hmm. This one actually lets you go through because they play it like a game. Um, they, like, have ads in there, but I'm okay with, like, letting those ads play out or whatever, um, Mm -hmm. every time, because, you know, you are learning it for free. Right, right. Worth it. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty much it. Um, so why don't we go ahead and cruise right along into games releasing, um, First off, if you guys get the chance, head over to Facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games, Inc. Check out all the top news and video games stuff there. Most of the stuff that we do play, see, or run into happen uh, over there first. So um, go check all that out. As well, follow us on Twitter, at Mammoth Games, Inc. So you know when we go live and do stuff just like this. And so you know what we're talking about this week. So you have a heads up um, when you do tune in to the podcast live. Mm Mm-hmm. If you're uh, listening to the po- or yeah, the if you're listening to the podcast on Monday, there's nothing we can do for you.
1: Yeah, it's already over. It's <laughs> yeah. Sorry, it's all good.
0: Cool. Why don't you go <clears throat> ahead and jump in?
1: Yeah, so we're finally having some fucking games come out. Finally. <laughs> so we're back from officially back from break. Yep. Um. So yeah, on uh, Tuesday the fifteenth, we're starting out with the uh, I guess the whatever I don't know if it's the new version or the full remake or if it's an hd remake or whatever uh onimusha warlords for pc switch ps4 xbox hell yeah um yeah i really don't know much about the onimusha games at all okay yeah uh, um
0: <clears throat> like onimusha um I, I remember playing it pretty early of course it's an action, action adventure game um you play as uh what was his name samanowski i think okay and uh, there are some very, like, dark, formidable forces that are uh, at play in this, uh, like, time period that you're set in. Mm. Um, So you're trying to... He, his quest is to save a princess. Princess, okay. I think her name was, like, Yerky. Or mm. something like I, that. I
1: believe this is Mario Brothers, but go on. This
0: is Mario Brothers. Um, he's, he's still a plumber, uh, but... It's mostly the latrine work, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, uh, you know, it's it's your standard style game. It plays a lot like you'd imagine a um, kind of like a, a samurai version of like Devil May Cry. Uh, you know, you have your dodging. It's it's basically Sekiro mm-hmm. in two thousand one okay um he also has a gauntlet on his arm that he absorbs like the souls so that's the exact same way as like yeah. devil may cry you know devil may cry yeah. you get the red orbs or whatever they are um but warlords is let me i'm trying to see what it um what all this comes with
1: i believe it's just a uh, remake of the well not a remake but it's an HD plus a little bit of fixing from the original game that came out in like 2001 is. or two or something.
0: Like yeah, that. it's the updated version. It's the updated um, international yeah. version um, of uh, Onimosha. They're so, just trying
1: to compete with Sekiro here.
0: Fantastic game. Like <laughs> this, th- it probably won't age well. It probably won't play well. Um, mm-hmm. But this game was so much fun. It <laughs> kind of like it kind of. Uh, like, encapsulates this time period that mm. has been A, forgot. And it's totally been forgotten. And B, um, a style of game that's just, like, you don't it was really ahead see of its time, anymore. I guess. Yeah, yeah. It was well, I, it was, I think it was well ahead of its time. Um, but, like, it would be cool to see Capcom bring back some of these things that were really good and give them that, uh, uh, like, Not just that update, but that, like, new game. That next chapter. Um, This would be good. It would be really, really cool to get something Dino Crisis related. Mm. That would be fucking insane. A horror, um, like, dinosaur game?
2: Mm -hmm.
0: That's a win. Like, that game was so good. It it was so good that I, like, I held it in, like, the same category as something like Resident Evil back then. Mm -hmm. And that's competing with, like, Resident Evil 2 and 3. So I mean that's pretty that's pretty big, um, but yeah yeah I mean this has a, a pretty big uh, a pretty big following. I have a healthy amount of friends that are all like they've been clamoring for something like this just because I mean we don't get a lot of stuff set in like feudal Japan.
1: Yeah, not until this year, pretty much.
0: Yeah, not until we get
1: Sekiro. Yeah. Sekiro and um, whenever that fucking samurai game from Sony comes out. I forgot already. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that looks dope. Sekiro and... The other one. Ghost of Tsushima.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Um, I keep forgetting about that. They haven't talked about it too much.
1: Yeah, I know. They were Recently. like, hey, here's some fucking gameplay and shit, but we're going to have the audio bomb out in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see ya.
0: But, yeah. Um, like, m- my recommendation is if you're a fan of this game, you were ever a fan of this game, and you want to see more of this game, buy this game. Mm -hmm. Even if you're not, like, stoked to get it, like, put the money in. Even if you don't want it and you just want to buy it for a friend and send it to them, like, play this or not. Like, do that. Um, It's coming out everywhere. It's like, even on the Switch? Like, yeah,
1: i play this on Switch. This might be the hardest game on Switch.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know. Dark Souls is on there. It's breaking Switch left and right of here. Yeah. That's fine. Cool. Uh, Um, Yeah, same day. Yeah, same day. We have uh, the... Uh, for PC, PS4, Xbox One. Now, from Skybound Games. Uh, mm-hmm. Walking Dead, the final season. Episode 3. Hitting on the 15th.
1: Yeah, this, it's, a, it's a pretty quick turnaround. Um, so it's, it's cool that we're going to be able to get a hold of this so quickly. It, it seems like the majority of the stuff for Episode 3 had sort of been made before Telltale went out. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, this is you know, the first episode that Skybound is going to be working on. There will be one more, so it's only a four-episode season, we've heard. Um, But yeah, so this is with Skybound at the helm. Uh, Some of the members that worked on uh, the Telltale team back. So we'll have to see. Um, Hopefully this is a a good return, and they'll be able to have a a good, solid finale. Um, I mean, it looks great. It looks fantastic. what Walking Uh, Dead games have looked like in the past.
0: Yeah, I really wonder what... Um, I can't wait to hear what went on behind the scenes, like tech-wise.
1: so certainly like there was an upgrade. Right? They, they just mean, got to
0: keep everything, and then they just polished it? I guess. Like, I, I want to, like, okay, so know. right around the, like, 58 mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go 50, let's go 55. You see uh, Clem walking. Her jacket's just covered with blood. And She rounds that corner, and the light hits. It's mm-hmm. at the 57 mark. The light hits her shoulder. Yeah. And you just see all of the textured yeah. gore on her. It looks eye. really good. I was like, I don't recall that being a
2: thing. Mm hmm.
0: It looks like maybe some of the textures have been updated. Mm
2: hmm.
0: So, I don't know. It was really good. Cool. Yeah.
1: Um, so, but yeah, we'll have to see how that goes, but that's pretty notable. Um, I'll update when the. I guess hopefully we'll hear some reviews about this one, and then I'll update with uh, when the episode four comes out. It'll be the final one.
0: Oh, four is the final one, right?
1: I, believe. I don't know why I thought there was five. There's typically been five, but I, I think this one was marketed as being a shorter one. Yeah, okay. okay, cool. So uh, moving on to Thursday the 17th. This was something I added on to our list kind of late. I, agree. Um, I understand why. <laughs> and it is uh, Y2K, a postmodern RPG. Um, coming out for PC, Switch, PS4, and of course the amazing Never to Be Killed PlayStation Vita. Yeah. Um, it's a very like, it's like a '90s Earthbound sort of. Yeah. But um, um, it looks extremely good, and I'm getting it on Switch.
0: I would get this on Switch. Like, yeah. There's so much stuff that I'm sitting here right on the edge. Like, I really like. I want to. I want to get something turn-based on mm-hmm. Switch, and this is something that would help with that. But I almost really want to get Wasteland 2 as well.
1: Yeah. Uh, but
0: yeah, this looks really cool. Uh you know, I I I like the style. Um Yeah. I've never heard of these guys before. No. So <laughs> If this is
1: It's like, like a really small team that's working on it from what I've heard. Um you can look I've, into this online if you look up uh Y the Roman numeral 2. Yep. So IIK. Um you'll be able to find it pretty quick and easy. Yep. But uh yeah, I mean, it looks like it's got some funny shit going on, and I definitely want to check it out.
0: Yeah, super, you know, like low poly, everything. Um, yeah.
1: this looks like something that could be great if they were like really smart and they made it. They make it like ten hours or like relatively short. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and like, and they didn't just, just dro- drop it here. If they yeah. kind of like kept with it and they you know mm-hmm. evolved over time, mm-hmm. that'd be really cool. Um, yeah, I
1: like. I, I it really reminds me seeing, of like Costume Quest. Yeah, I really want to
0: see more stuff like this. It's almost like if Costume Quest was set in, like, a Scott Pilgrim universe.
1: Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm really into it. For sure. Awesome.
0: On uh, Friday the 18th from Bandai Namco, PS4, Xbox One, we have uh, Ace Combat 7, Skies Unknown. Um, I have not kept up with the Ace Combat series since PlayStation 1. Well, maybe PS2. Early PS2, though. Mm Mm-hmm. That's all I got on that one.
1: Yep. We, I know I know a couple people that are going to be excited for this. Sure. <laughs> so I know I have a couple people that are big uh, Flight Sim fans on like, Jet Combat and shit like that, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, this is not our thing.
0: Our uh, old friend Hans Solo will definitely yep. be buying this.
1: He'll be he, all over this shit. He
0: bought every single one of these, I remember, when they came out when we worked retail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that was I mean, one of
1: his first games on the PS4, if I remember. It might be. Something like one of these, one of these, uh, like Ilstermavok or one of those.
0: Yeah. But yeah, what, what, uh, what's really cool about this is, you know, you get your hanger, you get to select your own, uh, uh, your own, like, jet or, you know, whatever you have. Um, as well, you get to put your own, uh, like, team logo. So you get to create, like, a, uh, like a band of, like fighters and mm-hmm. you get to like outfit them, their weapons um, the ships and more and it looks like they've added a healthy amount of other stuff including multiplayer uh, was, was this was 4v4 dogfights mm-hmm. um, and I thought I said something about a battle royale mode which is ridiculous
1: yep. um, let me see if I can find <laughs> that again did it say that? why not? One? just put it into everything why not? Yeah. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Alright, there's Team Deathmatch. Um, I don't know why I thought. Okay, aircraft sex. I'm sure it's
1: getting patched in.
0: Battle Royale. Damn. Yep. Uh, but Never it good. doesn't look to be a lot. It looks like it's probably, what, two, four, like six or eight. That's not much, but i That's not Battle Royale, really, but, I mean, they're probably just really sticking on the... That's pretty much free-for-all, you know? Yeah. Or a regular deathmatch. But, yeah, I mean, what's really cool about this is they don't have to focus on too much. Um, Mm -hmm. It's it's relatively, like, a low... um, Like, there's not a ton to process. The thing that they... That is the most, like is of course the highest uh like piece is like the aircrafts themselves you know the world is kind of like really uh easily textured the ibl like the space that you know you can fly in is pretty large but it's uh Mm -hmm. sustained pretty easy as well you have um uh, like the cloud effects and particle effects and stuff like that um so this this game should run like super
1: smooth Mm. yeah i'm just Is a nice, curious crisp 60 on...
0: yeah yeah I, i'm I'm kind of curious on what this thing would look like uh and if they support like 4k or anything mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it would look really good i think oh yeah yeah all right,
1: all right. um and the Animal. final game coming out something that i know a lot of people are excited for but i couldn't give a shit about uh travis strikes again colon no more heroes for the switch
0: okay i never actually played uh The original No More Heroes, or uh, whatever the second
1: was. I mean, it's, uh, you know, this is coming from, like, a studio, grasshopper manufacturer that's known for being extremely weird. Yeah, yeah. And, like, there's a lot of shit that's like, oh, well, you just have to be really into, like, um, this guy's, like, sense of humor and, like, the way that he does stuff. Um, It's just not my thing. This looks like a mobile game. Yeah, well, it's on Switch, so it is. Well, um, no, no. I mean, like a yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> <laughs> on. It's. Um, a, it, I mean, it definitely looks dated. Yeah,
0: um, I don't know. I I, I guess I just don't know enough about it to mm. be able to really cast a good opinion on it.
1: Um, um, yeah, these guys are. Um, Grasshopper also made, um, Shining Soul One and Two on Game Boy, uh, Killer Seven, mm-hmm. the Samurai Shampoo game, No More Heroes uh No More Heroes 2, Shadows of the Damned. Um Cinemora, Lollipop Chainsaw. So, this is who we're dealing with here. Yeah. Yep.
0: So, I mean they they definitely have a they definitely have a style. Like this and Lollipop are like yeah, the same. Yep. Um and I get the humor especially like from Lollipop. That I mean, that wasn't a bad game. It wasn't really for me, I guess, but it, uh, like, I totally got it. I actually loved it style. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're kind of testing the waters here. Yeah. Interesting. I'm, su- I'm surprised he hasn't made it into Smash.
1: Yeah, that could be a DLC character, huh? We need, like, a 600th sword. Uh, he sword would player. probably, he would play, like, the uh the guy from xenoblade right because he's got the funky sword that has like the cool off and expand and shit
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
1: um yeah so uh that's everything that's coming out everything notable at least mm-hmm. um so you know it's entirely possible we missed something so definitely let us know you can hit us up at facebook.com backslash mammoth games inc or at Mammoth Games Inc. on Twitter with anything we missed, or if there's anything coming up that you want us to mention for next week, you can let us know that as well.
0: Yeah. Grim, I'm telling you, you need to let us know when Cat Quest 2 is coming up.
1: Cat Quest 3? Is is 2 already out? I don't know. We might have missed it.
0: He has ordered it
1: like months, years in advance. He has an Unreal Engine shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> it would be really funny as if the game was made in Unity. <laughs> that would be really good.
0: Oh. Uh, but uh we do have it's not really like a like a trial or anything. It's just something I wanted to mention kind of outside of our uh, weekly news and everything else. Um, if you did purchase Fallout 76, uh, I believe through the Bethesda launcher you can uh, you now have access with the same username that you uh, um, I think registered the game like if you applied for. Um, any sort of like reimbursement for the game, mm-hmm. um, whatever you applied for, it, they uh, now, have, as of I think yes, no, the tenth, you have access to uh, the classic Fallout collection for free. Uh, so that comes with Fallout One, Two, and Tactics. Um, all you have to do, like I said, is download the Bethesda launcher for PC, sign in with Bethesda.net with your credentials, and then uh, just click on Game has a drop down. You can find them in there. Um, so that's, you know, not terrible. Actually, I might I might actually check these out. Um, I, I didn't get to play too much of the earlier Fallouts. And uh, even if I really, like, hate it, it's it's still cool. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to quickly uh, scrub by that and mention it. Okay. Cool. Yeah.
1: All
0: right. Yeah, let's move into the weekly news. Go ahead.
1: Um, so, yeah, we got a, uh, probably the biggest, like, corporate shakeup short of, like, Microsoft acquiring every studio that ever moves. Um, Bungie is breaking away from Activision. Yeah. Which is, like, extremely quick. They've only been with Activision to initially start working on the first Destiny game. hmm mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I'm just kind of skimming the article here to see... I mean, the employees were cheering and like popping champagne when they announced it. <laughs> Got
0: him. Oh my goodness. Um, um, I mean, but yeah. They,
1: so it was an eight-year run. So yep. three, or five years to develop Destiny One and three, or you know, two or three to get Destiny Two out the door, and then update it a couple times, you know. Um, but yeah, they, I mean, basically, um, the annualized schedule was a big problem with uh, Bungie. Um, Mm -hmm. They really didn't like to have to do these, you know, the the way that the schedule was. Um, They said they want to do more, like, seasonal experiences rather than big expansion drops, as well as surprising community with other exciting announcements about what comes beyond. And what's really shocking is that they're retaining the license of, like, Destiny. I mean, you would think that Activision would just clamp its dick down on that, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, that is massive. I wonder, like... Okay, so this makes me question what's happening. I don't think Activision would just give something up like that without
1: Oh, you know they were just like we won't we won't make any more money. Like will I wa- you guys will continue to be paid off of
0: That makes me think yeah. that
1: Activision brought up the split.
0: Mhm. If they didn't want to keep Destiny, it makes me think of like think Okay, Activision went, okay, we have all this money. This is how much money we have. We're giving this much of it to Bungie for Destiny. Does anyone else see a fucking problem with that? Because we're fucking it up, and they're not making a good product. And then someone's like, you got a great point. And they're like, let's get them out of here. Yeah, I don't know. Let uh, them have it. Yeah, we we have
1: heard um, Activision is going through an executive shakeup, and they've been trying to cut a lot of costs at Blizzard, which is shocking.
0: Yeah, Um
1: Crazy, yeah. Uh, so you know they've they've kind of talked about like they're not really sure what High Moon and Vicarious Visions are going to be doing anymore because they've been working with Destiny, uh, mm-hmm. with Bungie on Destiny, I should say. So um, yeah, I mean I, I feel like Activision is feeling the crunch that EA is going to feel next year, basically. Yes. Like yeah, yeah. they're I like, agree. oh, we've been like doing the same shit that's been kind of fucked up and it didn't work, mm-hmm. and now. Like, they're I they're think, cutting back and and axing things. I mean, I think probably, um, they knew that Bungie wanted to leave and they saw a chance to save a lot of money and they were like, okay, so yeah. I mean, we'll never hear yeah, about the real yeah. details of this deal or whatever, but, um,
0: I'm like, yeah. I'm really into that. It, this, the, I think, this could only be a good thing, depending on where, um, depending on where they go, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know. It, it, I don't think I don't think Bungie's dick's big enough to be able to like you know make
1: their own game in time. like demand their way out or something. Yeah.
0: Well, no, no. I mean, just like let's let's talk. Okay, so they. I think the outcome to this will be uh, Bungie will either a wash their hands of Destiny two, move on to Destiny three. Mm-hmm. Or, and this is very likely, maybe they're just done with Destiny altogether. Maybe they got that Halo syndrome, and they're just like, we don't want to make Halo for the rest of our life. We don't want to right. make Destiny for the rest of our life. We like right. to flex, like so. I mean, do you think they're going to go back to more of that independent status and try to, you know, fund their own games and you know make their own way, or do you
1: think they're going to sign on with someone else? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, um, I what, think they, I don't, I think that they're going to try to remain independent because they had the same shit with Microsoft where, yeah. you know, Microsoft published them for a while and then they purchased them and then they had to negotiate their independence out of Microsoft. And now they're doing the same thing from Activision. I think they're going to say, Hey, you know, whoever EA or, you know, Ubisoft or whoever it is, we will make this project with you, but our studio is not part of this deal. Right. And then they'll—I I, I, think—they'll turn into a team doing like two or three different projects at once, having something come out every two years with, you know, multiple different companies or whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah. I do wonder if, I—I um, I wonder the, um, the culture at Bungie. I wonder what that's like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I wonder if they're, you know, so far, uh, you know, in 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 like one train of thought and the companies that they're kind of like working with are Mm -hmm. you know trying to do something else and that's why they don't mesh well yeah i don't know like so i I wonder if they would mesh well with someone like um like ubisoft Mm -hmm. where they seem to have the like i don't know when i think of like what kind of culture they would have i would kind of think maybe bungie and ubisoft kind of have a similar culture whereas activision and bungie i feel like activision would be more rigid yeah. I don't know. I, I I can't um I can't place it. But um to me I could see them wiping their hands of two, um possibly announcing that, you know, some of the plans that they were working for two have been, you know, axed and then in a few years maybe C three. Um yeah. I don't know. Or it could be that um that shock uh that shock value and you know, at E3, we're going to see them partner with you know, PlayStation. Who knows? You know? Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Interesting. It is very interesting that they split and they kept. I mean, I guess that is another way to look at it. Maybe, um, maybe Destiny um, and Bungie. Like, Activision's huge, but I wonder if they would compete with something bigger. If that bigger company was like, oh, yeah, you know, we're interested in Bungie.
2: Mm-hmm
0: you know what I mean like imagine if it was the other way if like Activision had Bungie and Bungie was looking to go to Microsoft yeah or Sony would Activision fuck with Microsoft or Sony that's a good question so uh, that, I guess that could have been it like let's Activision's like let's just not worry about legal battles and let's just you know roll forward you can check out their um, uh, you can check out their what would you call it their like letter to the fans I guess uh, about mm-hmm. the whole thing over on Bungie.net, um, it should be pretty readily available. Um, as well, we'll keep our ear to the ground with what's happening next for uh, the company. Uh, you know, meaning like what you know what they plan to do next, or what they plan to do with uh, Destiny Two. Yeah, it'll be interesting to watch Activision as well, seeing as that they have um, freed up a very large amount of money. Very quick, mm-hmm. and that this is possibly one of the biggest like clean cut separations I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah, in video games. So For that's sure. that's crazy. It was it was so clean and so quick. There isn't even a lot of people talking about it. If something like this yeah. happened, the like you'd have Polygon, you'd have Kotaku, you'd have all these companies. We would see. 40 plus articles in the first week of that happening Mm -hmm. talking about things that have happened. I saw maybe one out of each. Yeah. One out of each big like reporting. Yeah. That's weird to me. (laughs) I agree. All right. Um, So, (laughs) something else I stumbled upon just because this, it kind of made me laugh. So, in a lot of games there's a um, like devs do like one of two things they have a separate scene uh, yeah. with uh so let's take session for example they have a uh an unreal scene that is just a flat ground that has a lot of varying obstacles and terrain all of the terrain and obstacles that you'd ever skate on is located inside on this like floor piece um so they'll have like for ramps let's put a ramp at 10 degrees 20 30 40 straight all the way up to a 90 degree wall um and they'll set them all side by side and then if they need to test something let's see how that works on this 10 degree ramp let's try it on the 20 um rather than create something new and then delete it it -hmm. saves a ton of time um yeah we got to look at that actually in uh late last month uh for session uh they showed off their they did their entire uh ama demo uh chat with the fans um inside this, this floor that they've created and it has so many varying things with uh, different ledges rails with kinks, straight rails um, they even had vert in the background which isn't even implemented in the game yet mm-hmm. um, it had everything Fallout and the bigger companies are no exception. Uh, Fallout 76 uh, developer room was discovered and it contains every item in the game um, that's massive yeah. So, I, I, I have no details on how to get there, um, but I know there are videos out there on how to get there, but it has everything, and it's and it's all laid out, like, it, it's kind of like, if you remember, if you ever, like, collected Pokemon cards, and mm-hmm. you were ever like, which cards do I have and which cards don't I have? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, so here's card one, and two, and three, and you know, you, it's... It, and then when you're done, you can, like, step back and look at it. That's what this looks like. They right. just set down everything. There's one NPC. Yeah, uh, that's in that. interesting. That is interesting. His name is Wooby, it looks like. And, uh, woobie, 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 Woobie. This gentleman, this gentleman just killed him. All he had was... Uh, that's fucked up. cleaner and some caps. Um, interesting that but he had anything. Everything is in there. Um, so much, like, like... Every weapon, every blueprint even blueprints that are in like collector's edition games Mm -hmm. that you'd get with like the biggest collector's edition that you wouldn't have got unless you bought that edition are in here um Mm. so super interesting um as well uh what bethesda has done is they're like oh shit i don't know how they got there but they got there um yeah, that's funny. It's literally the plot of Indiana Jones on the Last Crusade. <laughs> so, um, the the people who've managed to get in there—if you have managed to get in there—from uh, what I hear is, uh, Bethesda contacts you uh, pretty, you know, pretty soon after you've done this, and they ask you how you've got in there, and mm-hmm. um, if you do not respond to them, they just stop your account from accessing the game (laughs) Um, because you know they need to know how to patch this out Um, and I I don't know and and this has been a couple days they might have they might have figured it out right now but uh, as of right now this is an infinite supply of anything you could ever need it has 200 of everything Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Um, and you can leave and come back in the 200 response Um, so you're just like oh real quick I need you know 200 uh, like steel mm-hmm. go down there and grab it <laughs> um, but yeah it's it, like I really want to find this and do it for myself but then again I'm like I don't really want to worry about you know having to contact them and tell them how I got in but yeah. I'm pretty sure they can find a video and uh, they can find the video and uh, follow the step-by-step guide that they pretty much laid out for them
1: yeah yeah, this is interesting because I mean, like, they this is a known break. this is a known tactic of Bethesda. Like oh, yeah. in Skyrim, you can find the chest that all shopkeepers' goods linked to.
0: Yeah, yeah, like each one had their own little chest that was hidden somewhere near them.
1: Well, there was then a master chest.
0: Oh, I never found the master chest. I did. Yeah, there was them. a master
1: chest that had every item that they could ever access because their individual chests were the sectioned off pieces of that master chest. Um, yeah
0: I, I mean i often found i know there was one in like um in skyrim it was uh, started with an m it's where you went to do start the um, um uh, god damn it it's that like cult that wears the black and red robes uh-huh yeah yeah they're from oblivion you yep. go there I, so it's like Markharth. no it's not mark Hearth. I can't remember, but there's a
1: there, there's it's like um, a seaside town. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, lakeside. It has like
0: water that comes like right mm-hmm. up through the kind of center of town, and it has a uh, uh, I think kind of swampy ship. Um, yeah. Oh, it's where the uh, Brotherhood, uh, the Dark Brotherhood, moves to. It's in mm-hmm. that town after yep. you've pushed the story so far. Um, there's a, a a seller that is a person who sells things that usually is standing outside. Uh, they have an invisible chest in one spot of the room, as well in the Blue Palace. If you do certain things, you can fall through a wall. Uh, mm-hmm. You can walk clean through a wall and then fall onto a platform with the chest of the uh, um, kind of like the Blue Palace's like court mage, mm-hmm. and get all of her stuff too.
1: Okay,
0: it counts as stealing,
1: but yeah, yeah that's just fine. Just kill everyone. Yeah, so um, you know this is not something unusual, and I'm sure people were out looking for this chest or this room or whatever knowing that like this is how Bethesda tends to do it
0: uh, yeah know? I wonder how easy it was for them to find originally once found, they were, yeah, yeah once they were like seriously looking um, I don't know I don't even know the easiest way like I can't even think of the easiest way you know to start to find stuff like this mm-hmm. without actually like going into like the game's like source files and stuff which is probably yeah. what they did.
1: Yep. Yeah. Cool. It's interesting. Weirdness. Um, so we're just gonna continue with our thing of like lawsuits and shit. Um, we got a Unity. Of them. Uh, yeah, we got a couple. A uh, real interesting one coming up, but uh, Unity basically has had a public battle with, um, I guess, this developer, a British company called Improbable Worlds Limited um they created basically a tool platform called Spatial OS that uses Unity so basically you would have your you know whatever updated version of Unity and then you get the Spatial OS which like streamlines certain things that makes Unity easier to use for certain things so this Spatial OS platform is being used in games like Worlds Adrift. Or it's, that's already out. An upcoming game called Lazarus. Uh, it's been used in several released and in development games. So early this morning, the company that made it, Improbable, said... Um, uh, Unity has clarified to us that this change effectively makes it a breach of terms to operate or create spatial OS games using Unity. Hmm. Including in development and production in development and produced games. In addition, Unity has revoked our ability to continue working with the engine for breaching the newly changed terms of service in an unspecified way. So yeah, I mean Unity didn't say specifically what they did wrong. Um So I at mean, the that time,
0: should be the first thing that they've yeah, if, if you have information on what they did wrong.
1: Just put that out. Like that's yeah. an easy win. Like, That's like, um, oh, well, they, like, right here, we can show that they did this and they're not allowed to do that.
0: Yeah, here's the problem and here's where yeah. they get
1: it. Um, so at the time, the developers started panicking. Um, those with completed games that use spatial OS pulled their games from the market, uh, fearing legal repercussions. Many developers with games in the works spoke up about uh, Unity doing this and essentially ending years of work with one overnight decision. People were waiting for Unity to explain their decision and probably take it back. Instead, Unity provided a twist by denying that improbable story and pointing the finger at them, suggesting that they violated the Terms of Service knowingly and wrote a blog post when where they knew that what they were saying was wrong. So they said, more than a year ago, we told Improbable in person that they were in violation of our Terms of Service. Six months ago, we informed them of the violation in writing. Recent actions did not come as a surprise to them. In fact, they knew about this for many months. Two weeks ago, we took the action of turning off their Unity editor license keys. This is a unique okay. case, but they left us no choice. Um, Unity confirmed that they would support developers that use Spatial OS, but they aren't granting further licenses for it. Um, you would think this would be the end of the story, but again, Improbable will release their own statement. Uh, Improbable released a statement that half apologizes for the uh, uproar, but in no way acknowledges Unity's response. Um, So they say, we think this incident shows that as an industry, we might need to consider making some changes, which hugely increase the rate of innovation and the collective success we could all experience. Developers are the most vulnerable yet most critical constituents of the machine that generates all the value. This is very communist sounding. I'm loving it. (laughs) As we move towards more online, more complex, more rapidly evolving worlds, we will become increasingly interdependent on a plethora of platforms that will end up having enormous power over developers. The games that we want to make are too hard and too expensive to make alone. We already see this happening. Uh, Epic then stepped up and said that the two companies are teaming up to assist developers left in limbo by the new engine and services incompatibilities that were introduced today. Um, Dude, Epic is just like... They've also set up, listen to this, despite Unity arguing that they're not imperiling any games that are using Spatial OS, Epic and Improbable have set up a $25 million fund to entice developers away from Unity. So again, it's like, they don't even point out how they breach the terms of service. So like, Unity puts out this thing and they're like, oh, they're lying, this is some bullshit. Uh, So, you know, they knew that they were doing something wrong. Yeah, but what? What are they doing wrong? Like, you could say that in one sentence, end the argument, and you win, you know? Right. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh... uh yeah, the, even the the author of this article, Imran, at uh, Gameformer is like, I don't even know how to continue with this because it's changing, and I had to rewrite this story several times. It's crazy. Yeah, um, I, I'm
0: kind of curious on what the tools are.
1: Yeah, I'd have to... I mean, it's, it's hard to see. Um...
0: Yeah, like, I mean... And we talked about this a bit before the show. Mm -hmm. And it's... It's even hard to kind of wrap your head around what's actually happening. It's weird to just think that, you know, like... Tools that have been created for something that creates tools. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, that just seems like... You feel like Unity would go, okay, well... You know, maybe we were being a bit too harsh about it and just like pull back. Because mm-hmm. their fucking competitor has set up a twenty five million dollar fund to entice people to not use their product.
1: Mm-hmm. It just uh you know? <laughs> At some point weird. I mean like even then, like you know it it's what could they possibly be doing that? Unity doesn't like because the people still have to have Unity.
0: Right. They still
1: have to give Unity the same cut that Unity would get either way.
0: Right. Unless, so what
1: can what can this group possibly be doing? It's not like they're taking a slice out of Unity's money because they can't. It's just not possible. Yeah. Like Unity is the parent platform. Unless they. So have I just don't get it. Co- like competing tools on the platform. I mean, uh, like. Is that possible? Like, can I go into Visual Basic and code it to run on Java? I don't know. Well, I mean, it, like
0: at, like what I'm saying is like if they have tools for like, uh, like texturing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then someone, you know, these are the tools that Unity have created for texturing. This is what, you know, everyone's expected to use. And then maybe this company went in and created their own uh, like texturing tools that are, you know, easier to use and people have to pay 10 bucks for. Yeah. And maybe Unity's like, well, we could create one that's better too. Well, I don't know. I mean, like, still. It seems really like tools, like, I don't know too, too much about tools because I don't know shit about programming. It's just something that I can't fucking wrap my head around.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I don't, I mean, Um, I think, even if you did, that would be like, is, you know, is Epic going to kick off anyone that makes a battle royale game because they made a battle royale game and now you're competing with them. Well, doesn't seem have, like it. People have tried. I mean,
2: we can exactly. Right I mean, there's at... other
1: battle royale games that you can get a hold of, and it's not like you know, it, it's not like if somebody makes a Call of Duty game, then it won't ever be makes... available on yeah. Battle.net or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's super weird. Like, it's, yeah, it's. It, I don't. Odd. I don't see that. Uh, I mean, it. So Spatial OS is also available on... Um, you can use it with CryEngine, and you can use it with Unreal Engine. And Unity. All
0: and right. apparently
1: it's it's mostly designed to allow for real-time multiplayer games.
0: Uh, yep, real-time multiplayer games.
1: So dedicated cloud hosting... Built without any game engine? Uh... Where do you read that?
0: Uh, any engine, uh, any engine can be uh, integrated with Spatial OS using our SDK GDKs. Uh, right. We've provided our own integration for Unity and Unreal Engine with community integrate, oh, and a community integration with Cry.
1: Right. So I mean, they're advertising for Unity right there in their fucking cover page. Yeah. They <laughs> actually
0: put them first. Um, and it's clickable trying to see like what it is like i don't want to look at the technical breakdown too too much but
1: yeah i do have their site right here um i mean it seems like it's just a way to like it's like a little bit of a setup like when you go into unreal you can pretty uh, quickly and easily get like the little dumb like robot looking guy in a square room with a gun like that's uh, it's just built in so i think this is like that
0: spatial os is a cloud-based um platform that lets uh lets, uh lets many or lets you use many
1: servers and engines to power a single world. Mm-hmm. Um so like yeah Mavericks is out with it, um Worlds Adrift is in early access, Seed is in development, Scavengers is in development. So there's several games that are
0: the platform sort coordinates uh, a swarm of microservers called workers which overlap and dynamically reorganize power uh, to a huge seamless world. It also lets you handle huge numbers of concurrent players across different worlds, devices. Mm. Um, so this is more of a like server... Yeah. Yeah, this is more of a server approach rather than using the standard approach that you would get with something like uh, Unreal
1: or unity or whatever well that's what I don't get like but why it's, would, it's why, really why would, not competing in any way I mean yeah. I guess unity has their own servers that you can run shit on if you lease them that's right. probably the that's probably that's the main probably, difference. that's but probably like, the problem yeah the, you, it's not illegal to compete with somebody
0: but I love that yeah. I, I love that unity's like no don't fucking do that and they're yeah like, and then they well, and,
1: but they were not I mean the fact that unity won't just say like okay here's how they breach terms of service. Is telling. It's extremely telling.
0: I wonder. Like, I feel like Unreal would have a bigger problem with this because this can link people across platform. This can link people from uh, like mobile or PC to console players, um, which Unreal is from, really trying to sell. Which is right Unreal now. is pushing really hard, so they have more of a problem. They're not even selling it though; they're freely giving away their ability to do so. Whereas Spatial OS looks like they're selling the ability to do so on um unreal's competitors through mm-hmm. unreal's competitors so you figure unreal would have the bigger problem with it but they flipped the script and they were just like well why don't you, you know what just, fuck uh, you we're
1: gonna support these guys and we're, we're gonna give somebody else 25 million
0: we're giving it away and if they want to make a few bucks on it that you know it's whatever as long mm-hmm. as it's on our competitors platform as, as well yep that's awesome and, like, they, really they could weird. have been dicks about it. They really could have been. But they already saw that their competitor was being a dick about it, and they're like, why don't we give them $25 million? <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Oh, my God. It's so good. I'm glad we looked into this. I'm glad we broke this down and figured out yeah. exactly what this is. It's crazy, so man. fucking funny. Ugh, oh, they nailed it. I just, no. like, I... I a lot of people have some, like hate for like uh un- like not unreal engine but like unreal in their games but mm-hmm. i i love everything that they do like as much as people hate and shit on fortnite i i i love fortnite not mm-hmm. its community but i love the game in general it's just it's it so well put together and this just it it kind of like epic is it has such a personality yeah it's so weird it's almost like a
1: person now. I mean, <laughs> it's yeah, like it's it's living it and breathing. What, like they're just being so like internet shitty about it? It's oh, it's, it's, it's so
0: funny. fun. Um, yeah, but yeah, uh, while we go ahead and move forward, we have right. another great
1: lawsuit. Lawsuit number two. This one is getting pretty fucking hairy. So I can't tell if this was if this is a new person at gearbox or if this was that guy that we talked about in the past that was like the assistant of um was you it know, the uh, the the like pitchfords or whatever yeah. like i this must be a different thing from what i'm reading um but basically uh there's a there's this guy that was a in-house lawyer for gearbox and he had been with them since 2011 throughout almost all of 2018 um, so he left the company on his own in 2018. He was not fired as far as I can tell.
2: yeah and just like, I'm
1: out. right. and gearbox basically as soon as he left, uh gearbox tried to start suing him for fraud and breach of fiduciary duty. um so gearbox basically alleges that he misused his corporate credit card to go on like vacations, gun club memberships and quote trying to get six pack abs. Um, so I don't know what that even means uh, a month later so well, in December to ladies to the gun show That's uh, obviously hey ladies I'm gonna fly you out to the gun show <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, with these bang. bang. <laughs> <laughs> bang, bang. so um, then in December he went ahead and countersued Gearbox and also Randy Pritchford specifically mm. alleging that verbal contracts um, between them and him and apparently Gearbox has an associated real estate company um, okay. were left unwritten and unfulfilled so he basically is saying hey you know what I eventually left this company because over and over again they would verbally agree with me to something and then they would never just write these up and they would never do it um, Yeah. so Kotaku's got a story about those um, and basically like both groups are just throwing these huge lists of everything that the other person did wrong at each other the biggest uh, one how, well there's two big ones oh, so where's, yeah, where's specifically it? he goes ahead and says oh, to yeah. he says that randy pitchford specifically in when borderlands was being made randy pitchford took a secret 12 million dollar advance from take two where basically he said from take two the publisher hey we need 12 million dollars for working on this game and he just took it and gave it to himself
0: so i do want to pause there and go that's where borderlands 3 is at
1: yeah basically. I mean, I mean the, if the total cost for something like Borderlands 3 would probably be a couple hundred. Yeah. But, but 12 I mean, million of that couple 12 hundred. 12 million is, in 2011 or whatever. That's that's significant. That is a lot of
0: fucking money. <laughs>
1: um so yeah, he said uh, so Randy Pitchford was denying employees asking for raises by, by saying we don't have a lot of cash on hand. And then he secretly saddled those same Whoa. employees with the burden of repaying a $12 million loan from the parent company. Yeah, that's or because the publisher. they don't have a lot of money, but he has a lot because of money. Because it's all in his pocket. It's all exactly. in his
0: fucking Swiss bank account.
1: Yeah. So he says, uh, basically he says the way that he did this was Randy Pitchford moved the money from Gearbox's publisher into his side entity, uh, Pitchford Entertainment Media and Magic, unbeknownst to Gearbox employees. That sounds so made up. Well, I mean, it sounds these like were all it was. And like, once well, you it, get a certain amount of money in your pocket, you just have to make everything related to you a, a business so that you are not personally responsible for anything. Right.
0: It just so sounds, sounds like said, it was uh, made up just to. Do, just to steal money. <laughs> just to steal money.
1: Yeah, it kind of does sound like that. Yeah. You'll be shocked when we make all this money disappear. So now this. And there's actually in this article, there's a warning. They're like, yo, this is about to get graphic. So. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah, there is. (laughs) They said, so that's not unusual. But what does become unusual is that the second thing this guy mentions is that um, it alleges that Pitchford left a USB drive at a company event uh, which contained, among various kinds of proprietary information, instances of underage pornography. That is wild. I mean, like... I wonder what... Like... Okay, so basically, um, on information and belief, meaning I heard this and I believe it to be true, uh, Randy Pitchford's USB drive contained much more than sensitive corporate documents of Gearbox and business partners like Take-Two, Interactive, 2K Games, Sega, Microsoft, Sony. Upon information and belief, I heard this and I believe it's true, Randy Pitchford's USB drive also contained Randy Pitchford's personal collection of underage pornography. So it never makes business and pleasure, they say. That seems weird to me. There's something like... I don't know because... So there is something definitely that's that's weird about that. Like, okay, why would these be on the same flash drive? Why would you take that flash drive to work? Like there's a lot of weird questions. Yeah, um, no. So I mean, if someone the lawyer does was doing
0: he, yeah, he, something like that, I feel like they would be a lot more careful with it, and they wouldn't put it on a company flash. Well, drive. Well, I mean, you
1: never like, like people get caught in the weirdest ways of stuff. But like, yeah, why would you put those two like, on the same? Not you can go way. get a 16 gig flash drive at Walmart for ten bucks. Like, exactly. And on top of that, why would he take it? Why would he take it on a on a company
0: event? A company event. And by the way, this was at medieval times, and not swallow it. You know what well, I mean? Like really. if if I was taking it there, putting it in your pocket, like if it was if that was something that like if I had something that like something sensitive, right? Mm-hmm. Like, wouldn't you be checking it every two minutes?
1: Just yeah, to make really. sure it's not there. I mean, like I do that with my wallet yeah. when I'm yeah. just
0: out. Like I constantly when I stand like up, tap anytime my back I stand
1: up and walk anywhere, I do the three pocket check. I check. Front left pocket, make sure my wallet's in there. Uh-huh. Front right pocket, make sure my phone's in there. Butthole, make sure my butthole's in there. Yeah. Like, it, it's really... I mean, I cannot imagine losing how, something like this.
0: How could you even... I, I just, how is it, it not password protected? Real. It doesn't seem
1: real. <laughs> it's so weird. It's, so, it's so, too, um, like, under... like yeah.
0: Under secure
1: for something. I, it, it something seems, like that. It seems <laughs> yeah. well off to me. Uh, even my regular... I mean, well, first of all, I would never download porn because I'm not a fucking ape. Like, I have advanced technology. I just go on the internet. Exactly, the it's tools free. are here. It's so weird, but you don't uh, have to create. I mean, fire. even in 2011, this was true. So it's not like it was a huge difference back then. Right. But basically, um. Uh, so he's, you know, the the lawyer, ex lawyer, goes on to say he tried to get staff to retrieve the USB and make a copy of it so he could use it legally. Basically, he wanted to have shit on his boss. Mm-hmm. Um, however, he said that Randy Pitchford heard about it and had the the staff destroy the USB device before anybody else could get to it. Oh, um, so it
0: so it technically has never happened. Th- there's no well, proof that this ever happened. Hold up on, to this point.
1: Yeah. So gearbox. And, of course, Randy Pitchford himself uh, denied the entire, everything he says in the lawsuit, calling it meritless and absurd. Absurd would be the term that I would, yeah, that, that I, I think saying. when I hear this story. Um However, Ars Technica discovered a podcast episode featuring Randy Pitchford recorded and released almost immediately after the suit was filed with the above allegations. Uh-huh. Uh, this magic-themed podcast, so Randy Pitchford's a big fan of magic. He goes to, like, Magic Castle and shit, right? It sounds like
0: he's getting ready to do cock magic.
1: Yes. So, on December 22nd... His name's Randy. ...in an episode titled Randy Returns, <laughs> Randy Pitchford went on this podcast and told, tells the story about this missing USB drive, admitting that it contained pornography. But he did not say... He said it was, quote, barely legal, and it was of people that were 18... That had just turned 18. So he goes on to say... <coughs> I'm going to earn that adult rating on here. Here we go. He openly discusses his preference for cam girl pornography. Okay. In which the performer conducts sex acts for people watching and chatting along in a live stream. His fandom extends to saving this to a memory stick. Which, by the way, is stealing from a sex performer, right?
0: Technically, Because yeah.
1: that's how they make their money. Um, which... Leads him to explaining the time that he lost the stick at Medieval Times. (coughs) Some kid, an employee of Medieval Times, discovered this memory stick, took it home, and discovered secrets about my company and future games in development, and also discovered the pornography. It was barely legal porn. The girl's handle was only 18. The reason he saved it, he says, is that the sex acts she performed were so awe-inspiring that he thought they had value as a magic trick... Wait. (laughs) Wait. It's not because he wanted to pop a nut off real quick. It's because she was performing magic that he wanted to study. Think about that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. Officer, your honor, I was looking at porn, but I swear to God it was for magic tricks. Yeah. Yeah, like making this juice come out of me. (laughs) Were you drunk? Well, it was for science. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. He said he wanted to learn the secret of how she faked things that are anatomically impossible. So he could study it later. I, in the I, podcasting I, I, question, he goes, oh, it's into, he goes into explicit detail about this video, which the, the author said, I'm not going to reproduce that here. So he said, uh, so Pitchford also said on Twitter, the attacks made by my former friend and colleague have no basis in reality or law. He is, this is a lawyer, by the way.
2: Uh-huh. He is
1: simply trying to shake me down for money, which he's not doing. He, would, he just left the company silently right. and then they sued him. Right?
2: right so
1: um, we will win but because lawsuits are pending I can't comment as much as I like I'm shocked by his lies thanks for your love and support as a father I find crimes against children to be especially repugnant yeah that's always every child molester is like oh but I have kids like uh, it's not a good defense on a flash uh, drive that I lost it's very the painful guns. that a former friend and colleague would try to associate me with such vile behavior in his own greedy pursuit of money this dude left silently And your company pursued him. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, I hate the idea that it's like, oh, well, he's just trying to get money. Because that comes up a lot of, like, that comes up in a lot of lawsuits. That's like, oh, well, they're just money hungry. Everybody's just lawsuit hungry because they want to make money. And it's like, this dude's counter-suing. He didn't start it. It wasn't his idea to go out and just try to sue Randy Pitchford for a bunch of money and make a bunch of shit up about it. Right. And Randy Pitchford himself says, yes, this thing existed, but... I know that this wasn't an underage performer because their username is only 18.
0: Well what if what if what if she was
1: and like how, how does where does that fall?
0: Where does that fall if I mean, okay, someone says something. they so, are and they're not, but you they have and but I mean either way <coughs> he did That would that would he fall basically, on the basically He basically did steal the I mean way he did steal they, their they I mean,
1: money Either way yeah. he himself says Yes I do steal work from porn performers on that stream or whatever like sure uh, i mean that is their source of income i would imagine that but you're not doing that for fun right
0: but just because he said it i don't think that holds him liably like they can't Dude, prove that it was know. taken from anywhere they that's, can't they, they oh, can't point and go true. it's this oh, yeah, person yeah.
1: but that like that is such a assassination of your own character oh it is oh, like yeah. I mean, imagine... It's not only that, but he said, well, you know, he was—he had this thumb drive that had some fucking shit on it. Right. And I would be like, I don't have a thumb drive. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't even That's know what psychotic. a thumb drive is. I've never had a flash drive. I live in the 21st century. I don't even know what a flash drive is. What are you talking about USB? I don't even have... I, my computer's on the cloud, baby. Like, it's so shocking to me that he would uh, fucking two or three days later go on a podcast... <laughs> And talk about the porn that he loves to put on his company flash drive.
0: That's amazing. Grim over here says... He said Don. She's a damn good musician. He's, well, he said Dawn. So I'm thinking yeah. he knows
1: someone that is a oh, damn Jesus. good musician. <laughs> <laughs> Grim. Jesus. Um, Let's get some... Uh, you're going to have to hit, hit me with that Twitter handle or something. This is crazy. But yeah, crazy. This, this so whole thing crazy.
0: is so fucking just next okay, level. Okay, so
1: but to me comments have been disabled for this article oh buddy I want to hear about that oh boy
0: well hold but, on uh, let's go to Twitter let's see what Twitter's got going on uh, I'm looking at my
2: it. former friend
0: and damn. we believe you hang in there I'm okay, really interested come on wipe the dirt off your shoulder damn Wait, what is his handle? It is
1: Duval Magic? Duval Magic. I don't know, really know what Duval means. Why does he love magic so much? I don't... He's super into... I mean, that's fine. He's super into magic. It's interesting. Like, I've never... I've seen two people in my life that have been that interested in magic.
0: One person I worked with at GameStop, we didn't have anything else to do. So I... Mm. Under, yeah, I got it.
1: Um, and then Randy Pitchford. <laughs> well, this is... Okay, it's also an extremely bad sign that he's I don't know he's going on a bit of a weird crusade where he's like retweeting all these people that are like hey I met him once at a restaurant and he was great how would you know anything about like it's so I mean like this is people that are tangentially like they're saying okay (laughs) in my personal experience I don't know anything about this
0: There's two in here that I have
1: pulled up. Pizza time stops is good.
0: Is Tiny Tini your favorite character?
1: Dude, that's pretty uh, messed up. uh, Did he reply to that? Or was that somebody else said that? That
0: was somebody else.
1: Okay. If he said that, that'd be fucked. That's... Um, Okay, so I'm I'm really interested in... um, So they're apparently... Gearbox is going to try to go to the state bar to try to get the lawyer disbarred because they're saying that it's illegal to file documents that are knowingly false or whatever. Um, Grimm says it's what he does every other Sunday. Oh, Jesus. Perform some cock magic?
0: Oh, no, 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 no. I think he's talking about Don, the good magician
1: that he he knows about. Yeah. Um, It's really like... I don't
0: know. It, it's this seems okay. So at the beginning of this article, um, I came in. Compl- I know you were aware. I came in completely unaware of what had transpired. What uh-huh. you know, all the things are. And this has been a roller coaster for me. Uh-huh. Um, I like I follow Randy Pitchford, um, on all On social My old Twitter. On yeah. more than just Twitter, like LinkedIn. Like, I, I go real far. If you're following someone on LinkedIn for information, mm-hmm. it's pretty crazy. Um, yeah. But he has always struck me as a very, uh, like, like stand-up person. Mm-hmm. I, like, always. Um, and I've never met him. I don't know. Um, but it's the way that he just kind of, like, maintains himself with his online presence and everything mm-hmm. that he does every time I've ever seen him. Um, so, you know, coming into it, I went, okay, this seems crazy. The first thing, the $12 million advance, um, mm-hmm. that does not seem outlandish. I could see that oh, happening. Oh,
1: I definitely believe that.
0: I, yeah. Right away, I was like, okay, that's fucked up. Um, but then moving forward, I was like, there's no way that, that that's real. There's no way. Like, like we were saying. Why would you have the USB drive that contains sensitive information to companies
1: that could kill you? They could have you killed would and it, no one would care. Why would it not like, be password protected, at least?
0: That, yeah. That, and that, that's a, another good point. Yeah. But having sensitive information for one of the biggest uh, business partner, one of the biggest um, like subsidiaries in video games like like 2K or Take-Two or, you know, the the... The giants, or even former giants, you know, like with Sega, it just—why would you carry that information with you on a flash drive? I mean, it the just, whole
1: thing is I, the whole concept. I mean, everything of the the entire concept of this flash drive and anything it has on it is already—that has to be plugged in somewhere. If you're carrying uh, that
0: information, that information has to be plugged in somewhere to show someone something that they probably don't know or to go over something that they already do know. So why would you put underage pornography on something you know you have to plug in and show to someone?
1: Well, else? that's that's something that fucks me up is why would you even have those documents on a flash drive at all? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm going
0: past the idea of let's keep uh you know, let's keep the open mind of he put it on there to show someone maybe yeah before or like, after maybe this event,
1: he's making copies to give to somebody or he's taking it home because he wants a backup on his home computer and he doesn't want to email it or sure i don't know like but yeah why would you have anything else on it why would you put you kn- any he, porn on it and then you, why would you put specifically illegal porn on it
0: you know he has you, you know he's not fucking amish at home you know he has his own computer he <laughs> exactly. has several computers exactly Several I mean, computers having, to the point okay. he could just go. I'm going to buy this laptop, and it's going to be specifically
1: for porn. Yeah, not only that, but I'm going to buy this laptop, and it's going to be specifically <laughs> my living room laptop for porn. Go up, go up. <laughs> well, let, let, let's go ahead and go up here.
0: He he alleged that Randy Pitchford took a secret twelve million dollars. He has a living a room porn
1: laptop. Exactly. <laughs>
0: he also so has a bathroom what, porn laptop. I, I mean, the, yeah, so bathroom one, two, through
1: one. one through four. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, the thing that really gets me is... Uh, I've, so I've looked into this a little bit, because I knew a couple people on Twitter that were like, you know, well, Randy Pitchford has always had kind of a bad rap. And huh. I'm like, what do you mean? So I was looking into that. I've never heard that. And uh, I saw... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I never really heard about that. I've heard a lot, a couple game executives that people don't really like to hang out with. But I'd never heard that about Randy Pitchford, so I was looking into it, and something I saw was just a comment that somebody made. That somebody said, you know, if your illegal shit is on a flash drive, you can never prove whose it was. That's the logic of putting it on a flash drive and not your computer. That's true. I'm like, damn.
0: I I, I never thought of that. But then, if you had it at home anyway, who would be going through that?
1: Who would have access to your home? Well, I mean... If if somebody just randomly, if you have some lawyer just says, Hey, this guy has underage porn, the fucking FBI can go through your home. I mean
0: Yeah, but like how That's not unusual. Would, I, I don't know, I just don't see it I don't know. I don't see that <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't see them wildly so saying that. Like so coming into this, I went from, okay, I don't know what Randy Pitcher can do to hearing about the twelve mile, I was like, Okay, he probably definitely did that. <laughs> yeah. But then the bottom part, I'm like, there's no way.
1: This doesn't make any I sense. I don't know. It's I think it's, it's anybody, too weird. a a lawyer that is already knows he's getting sued that is having a countersuit this dude's a lawyer like he's not just some asshole he's not like Elon Musk that's like oh that guy's a pedo that doesn't know that what he's saying can hurt him for lying or whatever but um I don't know it's it's super weird like like if you know that you have dead rights that this dude stole twelve million dollars why would you mention something that's not true there's no I mean this dude's their fucking financial lawyer so if there was an illegal twelve million dollar bonus he knows about it right so why would he mention something that makes his claim false because if that second part is false and it's part of the original lawsuit the whole thing gets thrown out that's true so he has no incentive to lie that's what I'm saying. I, I think well, he never says that he saw it. He says that he heard it's underage porn and he believed it.
0: Yeah, see, that doesn't mean anything. Though. So, that's, also, that's, that's former too, that's uh, say.
1: David Edding's former Gearbox vice president, uh-huh. uh, and on 20, uh, up, up through 2017, he was the vice president, took to Twitter after Kotaku's report went live with a vague two-word post, It's true. Who's, who, who said that? Former Gearbox vice president that worked at Gearbox until 2017. Randy Pitchford's number two. On uh, the 12th, yesterday, as a recording, he added a follow-up comment on his Twitter account. Uh, it uses a green checkmark emoji. Liar? Check. Conman? Check. Perv? No idea.
0: Ah, oh, man. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I would like to dissect it, but I... Like, we just don't know. I I don't know enough about what yeah. was this guy's name, Wade uh, Colander? Calendar, yeah. Calendar. I I, I, don't, I don't know how it's pronounced. I, I I don't know enough about that guy to be able to say. Mm-hmm. Like, who knows? Maybe there is something. Maybe they had. Um, I mean, I, I like I said, I
1: do think that he probably took twelve billion. Maybe he was supposed to give some of that twelve million to Wade. I mean, yeah, it could entirely be that. Well, again, I wouldn't. I don't know. This dude's. Regardless of how you look at it, this dude's outing himself. I was gonna say, I wouldn't be surprised if this guy was like his partner, and they would get videos together. But why would he bring it up then? I feel a child like child molester he... is not gonna be like, "Oh, well, there's child porn around here. Start looking."
0: Yeah, you know what I mean. No, so, but I, I, I think it comes down. I think it probably. I think he comes heard a rumor. I,
1: yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I think this dude heard a rumor, and he was like, "Time to
0: spread it," because I didn't. Well, get it right. I know for I sure know.
1: that there was porn on that thing. I heard that it was child porn. Yeah, that's a good way to burn that person's credibility. The other person, you know what I mean? Yeah, like it's hard to get away with an allegation of that. So yeah. it's I don't and, know. It's it's super weird. It's it's going to be extremely ugly all around. There, this might be one of the only lawsuits we actually hear about the end of.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's no <laughs> way Randy Pitchford could have took a secret twelve million dollars without Wade knowing, though.
1: Without a certain, how would people that be knowing. possible? Like people that would go talk to the lawyer. I mean, if he himself didn't know about it then the financial, the accountant, the guy that cashes the checks, uh-huh. would go and ask their lawyer, hey, what the fuck is up about this? So he would know about it, like you're saying. Yeah. Um, and I definitely, I mean, again, there's multiple people that have worked with this company that are like, oh, yeah, this guy's a total liar. He steals money from this company left and right. He's a total. And I mean, we've We're talking also about seen. Randy. Talking about Randy Pitchford. We've also seen that people feel safe to abuse the Pitchford's money. Because this is the second or possibly third, uh, depending on what's going on. This is like at least the second lawsuit that we've talked about with different people. Where this guy's saying, oh, my former assistant was stealing from me and my wife. My former lawyer was stealing from me. Why did people feel so safe to steal from the Pitchfords? It's because they have shit on them. Yeah. And that shit could be an illegal $12 million bonus. Bingo. You know? It could also be something else. But, I mean, this guy's not saying, hey, I know for sure that it's child porn. I think... I think it's a little bit of like i think he's trying to get a little extravagant with it just to win
0: yeah
2: but, it,
1: but i think i think it throws it so i don't far know in i mean it's pretty way. fucking weird that why would you if you're accused if somebody accused me like if i get one of those emails that's like hey we have a video of you jacking off and what porn site you're on if you don't send us 10 bitcoins i'm gonna send it to all your friends i'm like okay sir i don't know who you are but i've never looked at porn in my whole life i'm a good christian you know what I mean? Like I would deny everything, so I can't believe he would go on a fucking public podcast and graphically describe uh, barely legal eighteen-year-old porn. That is shocking.
0: See, he did take it too far, but I, I do like the. I, I always did think that the. I don't even remember what comedian said it. He's like, "There's two types of there's two types of guys: the guys who look at porn and the guys that are fucking liars." Oh, that's definitely true. But why even talk about it? You don't need to talk about it. That's very true. But and the to I mean, like, I okay, don't know. maybe this he's trying t- to be transparent about it. But you know, I, I the don't courtroom know. is the place for that. It makes it more real if
1: you think, okay, so this guy does this, you know, thing that some people would think is fucked up. But no, I don't agree because at the end he doesn't even say, "Yeah, dude, I'm a I'm a guy. I like to look at porn." Right? He says, "Oh, it was for uh, research." But yeah, so that's, that's like, the what fucked the up fuck? part. Like it's just the way that he responded is it, completely it's completely unnatural. It's so fucking weird. It's it's I, I mean in my opinion as a uh, I'm a rules lawyer cuz I got my D&D books over here but that's about it. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. the bar would not accept that the for one, some reason. Well, I mean to be um,
0: honest, one is more respected
1: than the other. Very true. Uh, so like it, it's it's so weird to me. Like the initial claim is already like so ludicrous that you could just be like I would be like, okay, do you really think I'm putting that shit on a fucking flash drive? Yeah, that would've and been my first it thing, like, do you really think I'm just dropping laying this shit around at fucking If I did, you're you you you're an idiot. Yeah. Like are you kidding like, me? Like like, if I did, all of my employees should have beat the shit out of me for being so stupid in public. Yeah like that I would have anything on a flash drive. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? I haven't used a flash drive in 15 years. I <laughs> So it's it's totally I mean like it and one then for him for him to immediately go and talk about I mean, on that podcast he could have said, "You know what? Let me address this multi-millions of dollars bonus and let me let me refute that by saying this. Uh, you know, we were eating ramen while we were working on borderlands my family we weren't rich at the time yet you know what i Wait. mean like i mean he didn't refute that he only talked about the flash drive and confirmed that it's real what if hold on what if this was here we go okay well, here we go
0: what <laughs> if this flash drive thing was created to pull your eye away from the 12 million dollars it's so outlandish there's no way that it could ever be, possibly be a thing He kind of, like, said some weird shit to make it, uh, you know, seem even more unbelievable and just odd. Well,
1: you see, that actually is interesting that you say that, too. Because looking into this, a lot of, uh, this is being really widely reported. Mm -hmm. But all of the articles are, like, the headline is, like, um, Randy Pitchford accused of stealing $12 million. And they don't even mention the child porn charge.
0: Okay, yeah, that's true.
1: And I think, I mean, even on this is sort of true. But he can't control the way the outlets take it. Right. But, I mean, like, it's kind of, I mean, you, you can pretty quickly see people's, um, like, the way that certain, like, a lot of it is financial stuff. Because right. Gearbox is a publicly traded company and blah, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but think about the idea that people would think it's more important that somebody stole $12 million rather than that they might have underage porn. That's kind of shocking, right?
0: A little bit. But I mean, just the second whole part of this seems made up. I think I think the reason that people
1: aren't really talking about it is because they just don't like they just don't know what they can even say about it.
0: And honestly, I mean, what can they what like what can be done about it? Like at this point,
1: there's no proof. Not only that, but it is unprovable because he said I couldn't get my hands on the flash drive. Yeah, but it's it's man, it's super weird. It's uh. I mean, that's the thing that I'm hung up on is why would he even bring it up? Why would the lawyer even bring that up if he knows it's a no win? Right. Why would he even mention it? This is a fucking professional lawyer that Borderlands, I should clarify, Gearbox specifically went out of their way to hire for eight years. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you don't just have a lawyer show up and you're like, uh, fuck. Do we have a job for a lawyer? Um, we we'll just hire you for eight years and we'll see if anything comes up. Like, well,
0: what I'm uh, I, I, it's I guess so weird. I guess what I'm getting at is, um, I'm, we're not gonna be seeing Borderlands for a while. Um, I think that's the that's the whole point of like this. Like, I don't think this is gonna help Borderlands
1: three. Oh, Borderlands three faster. ain't happening. If Borderlands three is gonna come out uh, uh three months after Half Life three. <laughs> so good luck with that.
0: And two months before skate four.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: Alright, let's So weird.
0: It's it's weird. Let's uh let's chug right. The, at the one.
1: only magic trick that occurred there was making Borderlands three disappear. <laughs> <Poof>. <laughs> okay, um, so um yeah, this is kinda interesting.
0: Yeah. So Kingdom Hearts uh threw out their post release schedule. Yeah. Um
1: we, we probably should have ended with uh Randy Pitchford, huh? It's going kind to of be yeah. hard to re- get back on track on this. What kind of porn to Sora look at? More on that on 11. <laughs> okay, All right. so yeah, Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, so this is their free update schedule, <coughs> right? There's
0: no... Yeah, This is just the stuff that's coming with, well, obviously, with various fixes and more.
1: Yes, but there's some other... I mean, like, this is specifically... They're defending their ending. Mm-hmm. Oh, that kind of rant. Um, so apparently the Bend game is ending. the game has leaked early, right? So people have pirated copies already.
0: Yep. Keep your um, uh, keep your uh, balls, shut. your eyeballs so out for that one.
1: They to avoid the spoiler problem, the game does not have the ending. The epilogue, the true ending, is being patched in on Wednesday the thirtieth.
0: So it's um, already
1: leaked, but they've removed it so it doesn't leak more? No, they never put the epilogue in.
0: Oh, okay, okay. So it just never... Okay, so just yeah, to so avoid there, it all... There is I
1: an think. ending of the game, but then there is a further epilogue, I, I would assume after credits or whatever. Right, right. Um, so you can just... If you've already beat the game and seen the ending, you can just go and run the epilogue. Um, mm-hmm. After that, on Thursday the 31st, they're going to patch in the secret video that you get by beating the game on proud mode or whatever. Like all the other games have had. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i'm not the memory archive i'm not i guess that's just cutscenes that you see in the game that's coming the day after the game or that's the same day the game comes out with the normal day one patch okay so that'll include um okay the the, epilogue's coming out i guess the same day the 30th okay the next day right so the day after
0: so you couldn't beat this in one day i mean not like you i
1: mean yeah i would imagine (laughs) Yeah. It's really just to keep the epilogue off the internet until after the game is out. I think. Yeah, um, okay. and then the and again the secret video comes out a day after that. Um, so they they go and dig in and they say, okay, the memory archive is a digest of the story in the series up to this point. Okay, um, the epilogue and the secret movie are video content that will enhance players' enjoyment of the world. So you These can watch downloadable content or additional elements.
0: You can watch the memory
1: archive before you jump in, just so you're not. Once the game comes out, yeah. Dicks in the dark. But not ahead of time. Right. So they're... I mean, I think they're just trying to make it, like... Also, these are patches. So, since they're patches, if you did have a pirated copy, you would have to pirate every patch because the patches are going to check for authenticity. That's
0: actually kind of smart.
1: It's smarter than what Ubisoft does, which is just run a fucking program in the background that's constantly checking if it's updated or not.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean... Like, not that I agree with it, but... No. Um, this is kind of
1: weird because it's like... Okay, so assume the worst happens. I have this game on disc. And... Um, you know, we someday in the future we lose the internet. Does that mean the fucking ending goes away? If you didn't have it patched before they take the servers down? You can never see the true ending? Uh, maybe. That's extremely cursed. <laughs> so yeah i don't know we'll have to like hear more about that i guess um that's pretty weird yeah um but yeah they're they're putting out you know these video content pretty much um and the following the three two or three uh following days yeah thanks a lot for that <laughs> um i've seen it i'm not gonna lie so uh following with some more corporate shakeups uh at activision um yep Mike Morhaime is fully leaving Blizzard in April. So uh, he stepped down as their president in October, but he was still like a strategic advisor, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, which is uh, uh, Mike Morhaime. If you don't know, he was actually the co-founder of Blizzard. Um, So he's been there a long time. Oh yeah. So he stepped down from his lead position. Um, He didn't say how long he was going to stay, but he did say he's going to leave now in uh, April, completely separated from the company.
0: Yeah, um, I wonder what this will lead to. I wonder if, I mean, I, I always did wonder um, what that yeah. feeling would be like to uh, create something from the ground up, and then see it become so big. Like, would you, like, what, like, like, would you kind of like ache to get back to like your roots? Something that's not so. I big? don't know.
1: That, I mean, I feel like he's probably just gonna leave the industry. And just be I done. don't. I don't see him coming back with anything else. Plus, you know he has mad stock in the company and shit that he can live off of. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: I mean, he's good.
1: <laughs> but, but yeah, so... Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's especially interesting at to, to look at the Activision side more. Um, Activision has lost two top executives. Uh, their CFO, Spencer Newman, at uh, Activision, and then the Blizzard CFO, Amrit Ayuha... I'm not sure how to pronounce that one. Um, and right. then yesterday... They or uh, whenever the, this article was written, I guess, um, they had to appoint new presidents of Activision, King, uh, and Activision Blizzard's emerging business group. So they've had a complete executive shakeup, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and it's like, uh, you know, now they're they've lost Bungie. It's been a crazy shakeup. So um, it's kind of like, what state is this in? And you know, people are saying in the comments blizzards should probably separate and it's like dude like they just joined like activision and blizzard merged what like four years ago
0: uh yeah it's been under i think it's been under it five. hasn't been
1: long i mean yeah it's really crazy um
0: ah, man yeah it, it's weird it's crazy uh, i th- I think yeah. some things just get too big, and at some point you look at everything that needs to be done just to get something done. That you would have just, you know, okay, there it is, it's done. And now you have to jump through all these fucking hoops because of something bigger. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of just lose flavor for it, and you're like,
1: I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Uh, I mean, it is like that's what we saw with the doctors at Bioware, right? Like, right. Um, The older public came out and they were like, well, that's us. See ya. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I imagine that at a certain point, like, you don't actually need like, talented developers at a certain point. You, like, you can just churn shit out.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, mm-hmm. regardless of what kind of like rock star status, like, I don't want to talk shit about people, right? Um, especially in the extremely small and tight-knit game industry. But at Call of Duty, would you go out of your way to hire the most expensive, like top tier, world class game developer to help you make the next game, or would you just hire whoever's going to do it? You know, whatever it, whatever it costs, just get the lowest possible cost with the exact team that it takes to make the exact game you want, and put that out and just churn it out. Like, you know, I don't I don't know the developers. The designers, the artists, the producers, the the QA people, are who are working on Call of Duty or whatever. But like, regardless of how good they are individually, it is not in Activision's best interest to go get some rock star. You know, it's in their best interest to get a grunt that will sit in line and do what you tell them to do. Because they, I mean, the the rock stars were needed to make the original Call of Duty, Call of Duty Two, Call of Duty Three, maybe four. Yeah, and then they're, after that they're, they're just more, keep iterating on it.
0: Yeah, they're more into changing the game rather than making the
1: game. Yeah, we've we figured out what we're doing. Yeah. We're not reinventing the wheel here. You know? And that certainly happened at Bioware. We could see that like happening live, right? And EA does this to their studios. It's
0: gonna have to happen again if they want to maintain is you know. I mean the issue is a that bit earlier you know yeah, the they go and
1: acquire these studios. So they acquire Something that you don't you see oh they made a good game, so these people make good games. But that's not always the case. Sometimes you have some really rock star employees that could have made anything and it would have been good. You know what I mean? It's not like Dragon Age Origins is the best game ever made. It's good. It's really good. It's good, yeah. But it's it was a you know, it was like the brainchild and it was a passion project for several people that are not at Bioware now. Right. And it was based on their work that they did on other games that weren't so successful, you know? So, I don't know, it's like, some of these companies, the reason that these companies are good is because of who they are, not because of the brand name, not because of this one game they put out that was super successful, you know? Um, so, these companies eventually have to reckon with, oh, okay, we went way out of our way, and we spent all this money to acquire, I'm just going to make something up, like volcano head games or something that's what i call my dick and um all of the developers leave because they want to go make their own project and they want to work on their dream and then the company is all shocked when the next volcano head game sucks it's like well we did the exact same thing that we did with the other game it's like yeah but it wasn't about the game
2: right
1: so like i follow certain developers kind of like You know, there's certain actors that you want to see. If so-and-so, you know, if Adam Scott is going to be in some movie, I want to see it even if the movie looks bad because Adam Scott's funny. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or, you know, if um, um, David Lynch is directing a movie, I want to see it. Because David Lynch is weird as fuck. He's going to make an interesting movie. It may be good, it may be bad, but it's going to be really interesting. So, you know, I'm going to watch any movie that Guillermo del Toro makes. It's just decided. So, like... If Guillermo del Toro makes, you know, Hellboy, and then he makes Hellboy two and moves on, the next Hellboy is not guaranteed to be good. It looks okay from what we've seen, but it's not guaranteed that it's going to be the next Guillermo del Toro game or uh, movie. You know what I mean? He was making a game too that got canceled. Grimm wants RIP. to know who these uh, people are that you're talking about. It depends. I'm talking about a lot of people here. <laughs>
0: yeah, they're all. Filmed. Adam
1: Scott was on uh, Parks and Rec. Yep. Galermo is a he made Pacific Rim and was working with Hideo
0: Kojima to work to make Silent Hills PT. Right, He's also in Hideo Kojima's new game
1: trilogy. Yeah, he's the he's the chunky Mexican dude in uh, the sewer with the little baby.
0: (laughs) Yeah, in what the (laughs) David
1: Lynch's Twin Peaks.
0: What the hell is uh, that game's name? Death Stranding. He's the one who's holding the container with Norman Reedus fetus. Yep.
1: And he's, like, next to the fucking sewer or whatever. Yeah, he also made... And then Mads Mikkelsen what? was the spooky one in the sewer that was plugged into all the soldiers. Yep. He's good. I'll watch anything that Mads Mikkelsen does. Yeah. So, like, you know, it's it's certain things like that that's, like, um, you know, that's the talent right. is in the person. It's not in the product, necessarily. Right. So, I think these big companies are not really capable of understanding that. Or, if they are capable, they just haven't understood that yet. And uh, we'll see... Things continue to get weird until that's kind of figured out. Let's get
0: weird.
1: You know, and that's where the initial like rise of indie games came from. It was these people that did really cool stuff. Their company got bought. They didn't want to work with them that that bigger company anymore, so they went and did something else.
0: Right. It's so. usually people who are like, Well, I had this cool idea and they shut it down at EA or whatever. So yeah. you know, I have enough money saved up. I did that for like two or three years and now I'm gonna kickstart this thing make even more money and be good
1: yep so no, yeah. yeah so we'll scoot along cool. um, let's uh, so yeah this th- is continuing e- with Epic Game Store
0: yeah more, more, more on Epic uh, this one surrounding the Game Store um, Division 2 is ditching Steam entirely just for the Epic Game Store on PC so you will not be able to pick up the Division 2 uh, on Steam which is crazy. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure how that works and what the plan is uh, there for other sites. But I guess you will just have to redeem it if you redeem from places like... I'm not sure if, uh, like, Gog or Humble or anything like that. I think the key will be for Epic Games Store. Mm-hmm. Um, assuming that they're on there. But, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely interesting. Um, and uh, it says... Um, in a press release of the announcement of this news, Ubisoft says the two companies are working together to integrate key components of Ubisoft Uplay and Epic's online services. Um, so that's interesting. I wonder if we'll see um, a more integration between Ubisoft Uplay and Epic's uh, store. And I think that would be, I think that would be good because Uplay kind of sucks, mm-hmm. um, and having it. Like, just be smoother would be really nice because you always use yeah. UPlay, you know. You almost always use it because, right. You know, you like oh you've you've done this and this and you've got this many points on there from playing all of the Assassin's Creed games, so mm-hmm. you know you can get free whatever stuff. That's kind of cool. Um. So, yeah, yeah, I think this is uh, interesting and pretty cool of um, Ubisoft to. Like, support Epic, who is doing so much to support other people. Mm-hmm. That's, that's um, definitely a really good show, Faith. Huh. Um But, yeah, I mean, it's hard to tell. This could be a timed exclusive. We could hear more about this in the coming, you know. Coming yeah, the or show. they could
1: put it out and be like, Whoa, we're only getting, like, 45% of our expected sales. Yeah. Like, we need to get back on Steam now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is say. very likely. Um,
0: yeah. I mean, like, I know you, I mean, you and I, like, we. I think we both agree in saying that, like, ditching Steam altogether is just not an
1: option. That's going to be really hard. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's just, like, unless something I mean, realistically. And they allowed us to transfer all of our stuff from Steam.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean... That would be, yeah, it'd be really that'd be, hard. That I mean, would like, be the only way. What they need to do realistically is release stuff on Steam and then just say, Hey, we prefer you buy this on Epic. Yeah. Or, Hey, if you want to help us out, buy it on Epic Game Store. I mean, the, or, time, the, the time we have release, exclusives on like, Epic. Or, tw- yeah, yeah.
0: 24 hour timed release on right. Epic.
1: The yeah. same thing that most people do in. Um, You know, Xbox and PlayStation, one of the two will say, hey, we'll give you $50,000 to make a gun skin exclusive to the Xbox or whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, So, yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't just try to, you know, get a hit at the market from every angle you can, you know. Every extra sale, you know, I'd rather get extra sales that I wasn't going to get otherwise on Steam, even if it meant I was getting less money for them because it's still more total money, you know. Right, right. Like, it's not like they change the number of games that they make based on how many people digitally buy it. Like, they made one product. They need to make one amount of money. Here it is. Yep, that's so, that. Um, cool, pretty. Kind of interesting. We'll see how it goes.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited for Division 2, uh, but there's so much coming out, and I still have so mm. much to catch up on. It's one of those things, yep. like, I could see me ac- yeah, you know actually skipping it. Um, mm-hmm. But I did really enjoy the Division 1. Like, I flattened that game. Play that a lot, um, and then the last little bit isn't really news. Isn't really anything uh, too too interesting. Uh, we just kind of found it funny. Um, mm-hmm. So they have someone has I, I didn't look into who uh, recreated Silent Hills. You know, PT the playable teaser for Silent Hills in VR. Um,
1: I'd kill myself when I first
0: heard that. I was like, "Fuck that!" Like I would have. They're just no. Like sitting on the couch and looking at a screen that has this shit on it, I couldn't imagine being immersed in it where I could turn left and right and see, fucking just terrible horror like horrors and ugh. Um, but they've done some pretty fun things with it, like this uh, in the in the video. Um, it's done by IGN. You know mm. they're kind of mess around. They kind of move and clip their head out like out through the wall if you move too far back you can um, accidentally see the character that they modeled which is Norman Reedus and it scares mm-hmm. the shit out of this guy at IGN named Zach uh, which was That's really bad. really
1: good that scared the shit out of me
0: yeah you just turn and go um, and then at like, one point if you move your head in, if your head's not in that like original spot you can move mm-hmm. and accidentally see the character um, so right now they're like walking and you can see the eyes and the mouth bag from the inside of the character's head um, mm-hmm. and these people are pretty much just scaring themselves uh more times than not throughout the video, uh, mm-hmm. as the world's just kind of developing behind them. Uh, they don't actually have anyone like nobody gets caught through the video yeah, and that's disappointing
1: that's kind of shocking, actually like I wonder if it's if they like tweaked it to make it easier to not be murdered because that'd probably be so disorienting to be killed in first person. And, like, in your VR, where you can't, like, look away from the screen. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would shit them, for sure.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. You would put the headset on with that thought in oh, your no. mind.
1: I would never even put the headset on. You're right. Yeah, I would you, never get a chance to be scared, because I wouldn't even consider doing this.
0: Like, as soon as you heard, that, the ti- like, what the title was, if you put the All headset right, see on, you'd be like, <laughs> nope, putting it on down. Like, I think even Resident Evil, you'd be like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Like Resident Evil uh seven. Yep. Which is one of the only reasons I feel like I would buy the like PSVR. I don't know there's other reasons I guess, but <laughs> that'd be a pretty big reason. It's um creepy. But yeah, it's just it's it, it's a good it's a good little watch. Um I mean if you know PT and you know like what happens throughout the whole thing, it's super fun. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, that was pretty much uh that was pretty much it. I'm really hoping next week we can move away from uh, lawsuits. That'd be really cool. Nope. More to come on lawsuits. We 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 could almost create our own separate show. I'm going to sue myself for lawsuits? having to
1: fucking hear about this stupid shit.
0: Yeah. Craziness. But uh, thank you guys for hanging out. Of course, Grim, thanks for hanging out in the chat with us. Um, and make sure you uh, come back next week where we'll be dishing out more... Uh, random dumb bullshit as well as a little bit of news. Uh, Very little. Yeah, very little. Uh, So until next week, thanks for hanging out, guys. I am Nightswarm.
1: And I'm Filtercord.
0: Have a good one.